Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. If you feel like your life is stuck in a rut, then this is the show for you. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry. And in just a moment, Brandon is going to join us as we continue our conversation with Tracy Tim, Coach Catalyst, who helps you find clarity in your career, whatever stage of life you find yourself in. In this episode, we're going to take a deeper dive into how to take your career to the nth degree. And if you're in a leadership role, how do you build loyalty among your employees? So sit back and relax unless you're driving. In that case, we need you to stay safe and get to wherever you're going in one piece. As we have our conversation with Tracy about taking your career to the nth degree and building loyalty among employees. Here we go. You've mentioned a couple of times, well, like more than a couple of times, uh, the importance of having that clarity of what brings you joy. And uh, for some reason, hearing the word joy, I keep thinking about Marie Kondo, uh, about tidying up. And I, I, Yes, I have that book in my bag right now. I'm I not going to lie to you. I, I was supposed to, to go to Utah this weekend and, and it last minute got canceled. And um, and so it's sitting in my bag. I was going to read it on the plane because I am condoing the crap out of my apartment here <laughs> in very that. short order. And I just can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to do a road trip for work uh, this week, this past week. And when I came home, I, I told my wife, Hey, I just listened to uh, tidying up by Marie Kondo. And she's like, you watch Netflix on the way home? I'm like, no, I was driving. That's stupid. Uh, <laughs> but Hey, let's watch the series on Netflix. So we started watching that. And my wife and my kids are like, dad, are you going to be doing this to our house? I'm like, if it brings me joy, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but, uh, so it sounds like one of the first steps or the most important part of revitalizing your career, bringing life back to your career, your work life is having that clarity on what does bring you joy. So you can do the work that continues to bring you joy. Are there some practical steps that someone can go through to, to help get them that clarity? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll tell you that, um, you know, I had this inspiration and this thought, you know, that was the seed planted. This thing didn't start for another couple of years. I went through plenty of, wow, I shouldn't have done that moments in my career before I finally went all in and was like, clearly, I can't be trusted making these decisions anymore. So I was like, Lord, please just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And that's when this this business really, you know, became illuminated and and got started. And I started out doing a lot of one-on-one coaching and just talking people through their decisions and and truly looking for something that was more strategic and could be applied in almost any career transition scenario or any career clarity scenario such that I could have a platform that wasn't just, hey, Tracy's a great coach, but here's a proven process that you can go through, right? Here's steps one, two, three, four, and five that if you do them in order and you lean in, you will get results. And so I went into um, one-on-one coaching looking for that and I distilled it down after a couple years to um, to a, now a proven and trademarked process that we use as a platform for all all of our products and services called the nth degree. And the nth degree is the process to take your career from stuck to unstop 
unstoppable to come back to life at work. And the, you're right. The very first step every, well, I'm also a huge nerd. So every step in the nth degree starts with N and the first one is now, uh, now it encompasses two particular ideas. The first is that we want to make our decisions very clearly rooted in reality. So part of now is what are your circumstances? Are you married or not married? Do you have kids or no kids? Do you have a dog? Do you own a home or do you rent? Like, are you taking care of an elderly parent? Like, what are your responsibilities such that we're not you know, basing all of our career decisions in fantasy, but also that we're not hindered by them, that we just accept what they are and make our decisions using them in a smart way. The other part of now is getting back to the root of you. What are your core values? What are the commitments that you can draw from those core values? And then what do those commitments create as far as a vision for your near-term future? And I want to tell a quick story to really highlight what this means because this was a huge learning for me. I used to think that my platform was going to be do what you were created for. And I just I, I was like, oh, it's so beautiful. It's so inspired. It's so spiritual. Do what you were created for, right? I'm sure people are just like gagging as they're listening to this, right? But I found that idea and I took it to a woman that I was seeing as a counselor at the time. And I was like, oh, Diana's going to love this. She's going to just celebrate with me. It's going to be amazing. I was like, Diana, I figured it out. Because, you know, whether you're speaking or you're coaching or you're doing digital programs or whatever, like all of those are just delivery mechanisms for a message, right? And so I had been hunting for my message. I'm like, this is it. This is what I'm going to hang my hat on. This is going to be great. She's going to love it. So I tell her, Diana, it's do what you were created for. And she's, I'm waiting, you know, for like the ticker tape parade (laughs) and like for her to stand up and celebrate with me. And she's like... I don't like it. <laughs> oh man! And I was like, "What? What do you mean? It's it's perfect. It's all encompassing. It's spiritual. It's da da da." And she's like, "But it's not real." And I was like, "Oh, what do you mean?" Oh. So at the time, Diana's youngest daughter, Lisa, was getting married, and so she was engaged and planning a wedding. And and Diana was like, "Well, I feel like what I was created for right now is to be the best mother of the bride I can be." So literally that is leading to my priorities. She's like, she was a speaker in addition to her counseling um, practice. And she's like, I'm not engaging in any new speaking engagements. She's like, I'm not taking on any new clients. I'm literally taking any extra time that I have and I'm pouring it into being the best mother of the bride possible. That is my purpose. That was what I was created for at this moment in time right now. And guess what? Lisa's going to get married. Right. Okay. This will end. Yeah. Right. So, so then she's like, was well, that my only purpose? Is that the only thing I was created for? No, your circumstances in life frequently dictate a lot of what we, you know, not only are sometimes forced to do, but also choose to do. So if you're not taking into account how your life has changed and evolved and where you are now and using that as part of a foundation for your career clarity going forward, you're missing the boat because putting, and I'll tell you this too, my generation sucks at this. We put so much pressure on ourselves to have one purpose, to have one passion, to have one like mission or impact in life that's going to be your thing. And it's so stressful. There's so much pressure around that, that, that if you, if you ease off of that and you think, okay, well, what is it now? And you give it the grace that it could change. Then you're starting to cook with grease. You know what I mean? So that now phase is crucial. Um, 
And of course, we can get into more of the practical steps as well. But it, it really is going back to the basics, I think, that everybody skips. And that's why we end up, you know, settling for Band-Aids in our career when what we really need are stitches. Yeah. And that's a great point, too. We were talking about this before we got on this call is we were talking about not knowing where you are. I can't tell you where to go. And that, <laughs> that is the main important topic of any kind of exploring your your purpose or your your path in life is if i don't know where you are i can't tell you go north south east or west because everything i say will be wrong not having that information yeah so examining that now and and it also falls into the comparison game the reason you can't be just like somebody else is because they have a different path you don't yeah. know where they started from but more than likely, the odds are they are not starting from the same place you are. And you yep. have to know that about yourself before you can actually move in a certain direction. One of the things that you also do is you help people attract top talent to their businesses. But I'm think as I was thinking through that, whoever's listening may own a business trying to do that, or they may be that person that wants to be attractive to a business. How, how do you kind of walk through that teaching people to attract top talent? Yeah. So it's really the opposite side of the same coin for me. So knowing, knowing your niche as an employee is just as important as it is to know where each person in your organization fits from a niche perspective and to really encourage and engage that in particular. So that's very lofty. So let me like break that down a little bit. So when we work with an individual and we're trying to figure out their niche, we have three steps. Now, nature and nurture. Now is is who you are right now, your current set of circumstances and your core values. And we turn those into commitments and a vision. Your nature is exactly what it sounds like. It's your behaviors, your drives, your needs, and your gifts and your talents. Things that just come naturally and easily to you uh, that that are of great service to other people. And then your nurture, which is everything else. So all of your learned experiences, your knowledge, your skills, your expertise, um, in and out of work, in and out of formal education, and then the stuff that you do just because it's fun or you like it, you know, the travel and, and the hobbies and things like that. And when we put those three things together, you get this and I so I always use Olympic athletes as an example. Like it's so easy for us to look at like a Michael Phelps and say like, well, duh, you know, <laughs> of course he was successful, right? He's got he's got everything. And the, the cool thing spinning. too is you think about like how rare it is to have that magical combination of right. He had all three. He had the now nature and nurture, and we can reverse engineer it given that he's now successful. Right. And with his endeavor. And we could do that exact same thing for ourselves. So if you think about Michael Phelps had to have, you know, the now, which was like, I, I care about competition. This is important to me. I like swimming. Right. Like all the little things that we take for granted. Right. And then he had to have the nature, which was uh, the the body, the hands, the feet, the shoulders. Right. And, and the competitive spirit, you know, the hard work ethic, et cetera, et cetera. And he had to have the right nurture. So like the meal plans, the the practice over time, the family that had the right money, lived in the right place, you know, all of it. It's the perfect storm for each of us as employees or professionals or talent, if you will. We all have that. That's my core fundamental belief is that every one of us has an Olympic level gold medal event professionally. And likely a lot of the unhappiness that we're experiencing in our current role simply is because we're playing the wrong sport. 
right? Like you might be a winter athlete in a summer sport. You might be a winter athlete in a winter sport, but you're downhill skiing instead of moguls. And if you made that one shift, everything would come together. So as professionals, it's up to us to know that niche and advocate for ourselves. As business owners or leaders within a business, it's up to us to identify that in our employees and engage it such that it serves a deep business need. So if I find that like where Tracy is in her career and her now nature and nurture, where that comes together perfectly serves this one business objective and it's totally engaging her at not only a surface, but you know, a carrot and stick level, but like a deeper intrinsic motivator level that engages so much loyalty mm-hmm. and it's really, really attractive. Like if I know that a business that I want to go work for has my best interest in mind and wants to groom me for where I want to go in my career, hell yeah. Like you better believe yeah. I'm going to double down. I'm going to stay there as long as they're serving those needs. I mean, it's, you really have to believe, and this is a core fundamental belief that I think, um, is coming around professionally because it has to, but we really need to talk about it is that the money for hours exchange in our capitalist world is no longer of equal value, right? The employee doesn't think so. And the employer doesn't think so. So the value exchange is having to change. And if an employer understands that an employee wants more value from their job than what you're paying them, beyond all the other sort of, you know, carrot and stick benefits like days off or truly just benefits or whatever, right? They want to be engaged. They want to have impact. They want to serve. Whatever. You have to identify what that is. But everybody wants something out of their job beyond that. And if you can bring that out of them, then they're working for you and for themselves. And that's an even deeper motivator than just working for money. So, you know, I find that, and this, this really came to me because I was, um, so after I quit my job on wall street, I enrolled myself uh, back kind of in school and I went on a semester at sea. Have you guys heard of this program? I've heard of it. Yes. Didn't have the guts to go for it though. Oh my gosh, you guys, I went as a quote unquote post-grad, which is not a real thing. I was 25 and I was sailing around the world with a bunch of, you know, undergrads. Uh, and it was literally like a thousand people on a ship. And for a whole semester, we sailed around the world everywhere you stopped, you got to travel. And then while you're on the boat, you take class. And, uh, one of the classes I took was global sustainable entrepreneurship. And one of the mentors for that class was this guy named Jeff Hoffman, who you might know of, uh, because he's a super famous and very notorious. Uh, notable um, entrepreneur and speaker, but he's also one of the co-founders of Priceline. And he was talking about employees and loyalty. And apparently in all of his entrepreneurial endeavors, he's never had anybody quit. Wow. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) He's never had anybody quit. And and then he told a story about why he thinks that's that's the case. And apparently he had this guy, let's call him Joe, in his in his office one day. And Joe had always been this great, uh, you know, great talent, like always performed, was engaged, did great work, you know, went over the, over, you know, above and beyond. And for like a couple of weeks, he was slacking, like coming in late, like just not pulling his weight, you know, something was wrong. So instead of, you know, what most of us would do, which is just like, you know, kind of ignore it, hope it would get better or whatever, he put... He, literally as the CEO or whatever he was at the time, he pulls Joe into his office and he's like, dude, like you're normally awesome and kill, you know, everything that you work on. And like, there's something 
going on? Will, will you, oh, will you share it with me? Like, what is it? And it turns out that Joe's mom was uh, having her house foreclosed on. And every spare minute of his day was with her trying to negotiate, you know, money and whatever. And it was really just all consuming. And every spare dollar he had was going to, to her. And it was really stressful and it was really dragging down his business performance. And, and so he said, okay, you know what, if, if, if your number one concern right now is your mom's house, we're going to make that our number one concern. And the next week he turned the whole week into like Joe's mom's house week and everybody knew about it and they did fundraisers and they made it a big part of the business and everybody was there, you know, Hey man, we're with you. You know, we support you. If you need a couple extra hours here and there, blah, blah, blah. Like they made it a community and a team effort to get Joe's mom's house back. And, and if you just think about the, I mean, I get chills every time I tell that story. Because if you think about that for just a second, like he took the five minutes it takes to realize that your employees are humans. Right. And they come to work for all kinds of reasons that you don't know about. Right. You don't, right. you don't know where they spend their money. You don't know where they spend their time. You don't know what they do, in, you know, on the weekends. You should. Right. As a yeah. as a leader of a team or a business owner, you should know what matters to your people and you should engage them as human beings because that's what they're looking for is a home and a community and a safe place to be where they're valued for what they bring to the table because it moves the needle, but also because they're humans, right. you know, like, the, and, and it goes back to, to me. It's, I call them the platinum levers of loyalty because the golden rule is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The platinum rule is do unto others as they would do unto themselves. Right. And if you approach your employees like that, I think that you engage massive loyalty and you become that much more attractive to top talent. Who's looking for a place to engage their career passions in a company that cares about who they are. That, that's so good. That platinum level of care and concern is on a whole nother level because if I'm just following the golden rule, it's just as simple as knowing myself. Well, I would want to do this for me. So. Right. Yeah, exactly. And in leadership, though, that could be a little bit lazy, though, because for me to do the platinum rule to serve that other person, that employee, as that employee would want, I got to know the employee. I got to know that just like you said, I got to know them as a human being. And it made me think about my vice president uh, who we've had on the show, uh, Lisa Reynolds. Uh, she actually desires to know her people on her team as people first. And she w went as far as to come down here to Corpus Christi from Irving and ran a, um, she ran with our team here locally, a relay marathon. She yeah. hadn't had a chance to get to know me, but she ran That's the intentional, leg. Though she didn't want to know. <laughs> Yeah, well, she, Aww, she may regret it now, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm one of the favorite 42 people on the team, so that's cool. Uh, and so she ran specifically the leg before mine so that when she was done with her leg and handed me the baton, she would run with me for my leg. And that's 4.68 miles of I don't like to run. But so it I've, took about two hours. It, about an hour. Because <laughs> we, we, I had to jog some of it. So, um, cause my VP was there and, and she was like, no, it's cool. Take your time. And, and this was after like months of people hijacking that yeah. time she was trying to set aside to get to know the new guy. Yeah. And so anyway, yeah, it's, it's such that's a, great a beautiful yeah. story. Yeah. That's oh. awesome. Yeah. That's see, it's just something small like that, that, right. that meant so much to you and was of such little effort to her oh, yeah. when you think about it. Right. Yep. But it, it took thoughtfulness. It took foresight. It took her giving 
a crap, right? It took her yeah. caring. Um, I didn't know I was about to say something else. I didn't know if we could swear on the show, but <laughs> anyway, um, you know what I mean? It, it just, it, it goes one level beyond. And right. there are plenty of professionals that I meet that just don't want to do that. Right. right. They're either not willing. They don't know how they don't want to. They don't think it's actually going to move the needle at all. They think that, you know, their employees should be happy to have jobs and get paid and that should be enough. Well, listen, you can think that way and that's fine, but you're going to be missing a lot of top talent who's looking for more. Right. And there are plenty of companies who give more. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. And there's so many opportunities to save money. You know, we think, well, I'm going to have to pay somebody like you a six-figure salary. You don't know that yet because you don't know what drives these people. And, yep. and I'm totally like that. I, more money is not my goal. It's not a need. I want more value out of whatever I'm doing. And and I think, like you mentioned, your generation especially, it's like, I don't need to make a bunch of money working a 12-hour day job that's stressful that I'm getting yelled at. Yes, I might have a nice house and boat and blah, 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 but I need value. So I would rather make maybe half that or even less than that in order to feel like what I'm doing matters and put more effort into what I really care about, which may or may not be your business and business owners, especially, I always say this: nobody cares about your business more than you, but if you want your people to care almost as much, you've got to give them a reason. And a paycheck is not the reason. That's just the reason they came here. (laughs) It's not the reason they're staying or investing in your business. Yep. It's so true. And I, I mean, Brandon, I want to take what you said one step further and also say that, you know, I don't think we have to trade income for impact necessarily. And I think that that fallacy, while tempting and very, you know, well trafficked, um, isn't, isn't real. And, and it keeps people who have a ton of potential and could go make an impact on the world from leaving jobs like I had, um, because they think they have to make that trade that it's starving artist or miserable millionaire. And there's really no, no room in between. And the reality is that if you are clear on your core values and you engage your natural gifts and talents and you leverage what you've learned in the past, like I make way more money now than I did before. Do I have a whole different set of stressful things going on? (laughs) Absolutely. Like for the first four years, did I not necessarily know if I was going to make money the next month? Yes. Right. And that's, so that's the downside. And that's, that's something that I had to decide if I could handle or not. But the reality is that, you know, when you are living in that genius zone, because we're in a capitalist society, right? Like 
people who add the most value get paid the most when you're the best at what you do because you have a natural gift for it. And oh, by the way, you've learned X, Y, and Z over time that makes you better at it. And oh, by the way, it aligns with a core value. So you just can't help but work longer and harder at it. Like You better believe you're going to get better. And when you're the best, you get paid more. And when you get paid more, you accumulate wealth faster. That's just logic. And and there's some great studies that people have done on rich people that prove that actually if you love your job, you will make more money and you will make Absolutely. it faster. Absolutely. And and that is something that I go to bat for all the time because people come to me and they're like, well, I'm just worried I'm going to have to start over <laughs> and at the bottom and I'm going to be behind everybody else. I'm going to have to take a huge pay cut. And I'm like, no, a lot, like a lot, if not all the people that I work with go on to make more money because they've identified a place where they can be of more value. Right. And that's, that's so the good. exchange. Yeah. And I've always told my kids this and anybody else that will listen. The only person that determines what you make is you. It's not your company. It's not McDonald's. It's you. You can go make minimum wage or you can make as much as you want. Yeah. But it's determined by you, not, well, he won't give me more. It's like, well. Well, then they, get more. Yeah, go somewhere do more. and get more. Do more. <laughs> go do more. I love it. I, I Have you guys to listened to Rich Dad, Dad Poor Dad? I'm yes. like so on this kick oh, right yeah. now. I listen to the audio book and I'm like, oh my God, I have no assets. I don't know it. You yeah. know, but I mean, I guess technically my business is an asset, but it's uh, it, that whole thing was just fascinating. So I'm glad you said that, Brandon. I'm glad your kids have a. I, I think it a should be required to graduate from high school. You know, you should study that book oh, and, yeah. and not read it and write a report that you copied from somebody else somewhere but like we don't graduate life skills anymore we Mm. graduate like you were saying you you go to a really great college and get a really great degree (laughs) with a a cool name on it but you don't have any skills like Mm -hmm. how do i do this how do i write a check or you know do the little things i know (laughs) we don't do life skills anymore but yeah i had plenty of friends who graduated without (laughs) knowing how to do their own laundry i was like ah What what kind of people is Yale producing? I just don't know. You know, so it's, and I'm not perfect. There's plenty that I don't know how to do. And I come up against those things all the time. And literally, it's funny that you brought that up um, and that you're a dad because my mom gives me a hard time all the time. I'm like, mom, there's no like manual for this. Like, how was I supposed to know that you have to rotate your tires every three to 5,000 miles or else it (laughs) negates the warranty for your tire? Like, nobody teaches you this stuff. You just have to do it and do it wrong and then remember to do it right the next time. And that's a really frustrating thing about life, but it it cracks me up every time I come up against something and I'm like, why isn't there a life manual? (laughs) I know, right? Uh, Now, if somebody wanted to reach out to you to get one of those clarity calls, uh, what's the best way for them to reach out to you for that? Yeah, super duper easy. So tracytim.com is my website and the clarity call booking page is just tracytim.com slash clarity. So T-R-A-C-Y-T-I-M-M because I have the strangest and shortest name of all time dot com slash clarity. And that is where they can hop on and book a call with me anytime. And the purpose of those calls is really for me to understand them at a deeper level and what's really going on with their career and their life, what's keeping them stuck. And to figure out, you know, maybe if one of our products or services or programs is going to be a good fit to help them get beyond the rut and over the hump. Um, 
Ah, see yep. what she did there? Yeah, it did. <laughs> there you go. So if somebody doesn't have, like, say, a computer and they just want to come to your house, what's your home address? <laughs> uh, maybe they could come just knock on the door. And- yeah, no. Uh- <laughs> Use the website. I, no, I'm not allowing people to, to knock on my door anymore because nice. I have two little kittens and they will literally <laughs> run, like, down the stairs and out into the yep. street. And, you know, we just we can't have that. So Now, you also offer up for individuals a master class. You've got your podcast, The Nth Degree Podcast podcast and you have a youtube channel the nth degree tv channel. i do yes and, uh, um the nth degree tv is you know little bite-sized lessons they're you know five six minutes long some little things about career clarity um the podcast the nth degree podcast is really about getting boots on the ground stories of people who that who have gone through or are going through career transformations to kind of demystify that process for others. And we've got some really incredible conversations on there with people who talk about like how to gracefully exit a job or literally what was the thought process they went through when they were going from one industry to another. And Mm -hmm. I find those conversations really fascinating. Um, But then, yeah, the, the masterclass is awesome. I just redid this. It's a really beautiful 45 minute webinar on the five steps to take your career from stuck to unstoppable. And the place you can go for that is tracytim.com slash webinar. Because <laughs> I like to go. keep things simple. Um, yeah. So, and it's really, really good and really insightful and and not to like to my own horn, but uh, you have enough of these conversations with people, right? And the words that come out and the phrases that come out just repeat and repeat to the point where I had a guy recently reach out to me and say, Hey, I watched your masterclass and I have to talk to you because you articulated things that I haven't even been able to articulate to myself. Right. And they are so true that it's freakish. Um, so I need to talk to you. And, you know, it that's that's the space that I love is is career clarity and really getting to be the catalyst for somebody who could have an amazing impact on the world in some, you know, avenue that I don't even know about or they don't even know about yet. And if I can be just the spark that gets them to put that into action in some way, um, then I've done my job. That's nice. awesome. So if you're listening to this in a car or working out and you don't know everything that she just said, go to the show notes. You'll be able to find everything there and link to Tracy and get a hold of her and talk to her. And uh, if if you still can't accomplish that, give us a call and we'll let you know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and Brandon's number is 555. Yeah, there you go. 8675309. Yep. Yeah. 8675309. Oh, I love it. I love it. I had somebody write a song about it. <laughs> So perfect. You guys are too much fun. I'm so appreciative for this opportunity and and thank you so much. I I get really, as you could tell, passionate and excited about it. And it's just fun to connect with other people who are who are spreading a similar message and, and encouraging people to 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 wake up, you know, to be alive and to engage in life in a in a really active and proactive way um because this is our one shot i think absolutely as far as we know you know what i mean so and we were meant to enjoy it so that that's really wonderful what you guys are doing thank you so much thank you thanks for coming on and uh we'll talk to you soon all right take care if you like everything you heard in this show, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 182. There you'll find links to Tracy's website and all the resources we've discussed in this episode. We're so glad you joined us this week, and we look forward to joining you next week as we continue the conversation about taking your career to the next level, because that just seems to be the theme of the summer right now. So until next week, go live life beyond the rut. Take care.
You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.